0: Percy, I'm curious, when you were diagnosed with cancer, did you reevaluate your sense of self and how you identified with that cancer? Wayne, I sure
1: did, and I think every cancer patient does hmm. because at the end of the day, uh there were, you know, are certainly moments uh that of truth that I had to come to in terms of, you know, my personage and my mm-hmm. being and and I'm certain that this is the case uh across the board. And when we think about it, you know, cancer really causes us to have to redefine ourselves based upon whatever our symptoms and our dynamics are. And so I think that this is a conversation that's worth having today. Let's talk a little bit more
0: about this. Yeah, we will. And a friend will join us, someone who has done some soul searching coming from the challenges he's faced with prostate cancer. So that's coming up. Stay with us. The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, a National Cancer Institute designated comprehensive cancer center. Information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. And welcome to Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Reverend Percy McCray, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. My name is Wayne Shepherd, and it's good to be with you all again. Thank you for subscribing to this podcast and listening. Percy, it's great to be with you. Hey, my friend. How are you doing? I'm doing great, thanks. You know, I had a, an international trip recently, and I came home without my voice. I left it somewhere over the Atlantic Ocean, I think. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're out doing your your ambassadorship work out there, and I right. appreciate you, man. So right. I hope you feel better, my friend. Yeah,
0: I feel fine. I just don't have the greatest voice in the world, so. <laughs> That's okay. What are it's we okay. talking about today?
1: Well, we're going to talk about. Reevaluation of self after or during a cancer journey or battle. And I certainly can speak to that, that you are forced to really rethink who you are and what you are, particularly if you are experiencing. Uh, a new normal as a result of side effects uh, that may have occurred during and after a cancer journey. And today we're going to listen to a, a dear friend of both you and I, mm-hmm. who's going to really talk about that and be very candid about that process that he went through.
0: Yeah. Mark will rejoin us here in a moment because he has been with us in the past on the program. We're very grateful for his friendship. And mm-hmm. actually, he was very instrumental in starting this podcast with us in the first place. So we're always grateful to Mark. That's coming yeah. up in just a moment. Um, we have a question that we're going to pose to our listeners this week, and the question is this. It goes right along with what we're talking about. Have you ever had to reevaluate your personage during or after a cancer battle? In other words, have you kind of had to uh, self-evaluate your life in light of the cancer? W- wouldn't you say that's how to phrase the question, Percy?
1: Absolutely. At the end of the day, you know, your personage means, you know, your sense of self, how you define yourself, how you see yourself. And so when you uh, think about it in those terms, you know, how has, uh, you know, a battle with cancer forced anyone at any point in time to reevaluate how they see or define or refer to themselves after their cancer journey?
0: Well, we would love for you to answer that question. If you would, go to our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com, click on connect, and that will give you an opportunity to fill in the blank there and answer the question this week. We find these answers to be so helpful as we plan future programs. So thank you for answering the question. Now, let's turn to God's word, and then we'll hear from Mark Drystat today. Yes, sir. Our spiritual nugget for today. And it is this is probably my favorite scripture. And I say
1: that depending on the situation, our <laughs> preachers do. But this is one of my favorite scriptures of the Bible because it speaks so profoundly to a principle that we all need to embrace. So that's found in Acts 17, and we're gonna start at verse 26 and read through 28, and it reads as follows. From one man, he, being God, made all the nations that they should inhabit the whole earth, and he marked out their appointed times in history and the boundaries of their lands. Verse 27, God did this so that they would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from any one of us. Operative verse, verse 28, for in him being God, not in our job, not in our social political affiliations, not in our gender, not in our race, but in God, for in him we live and in him hmm. We move, and in Him, we have our being. And today, we're talking about re-evaluation of self, how to define self, how do we see ourselves. Well, we're going to have to always go back to the fundamental principle of where we originated from because God is our source, and in Him, we move, and in Him, we live, and in Him, we have our being. This is going to establish this conversation for today, no matter what our circumstances in the natural are trying to tell us that we are.
0: Wow, I love it. All right, and we will turn to that conversation in just a moment. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope. They treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America with City of Hope, or contact a member of their team with questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling 866-712-HOPE. 866-712-4673. Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, hey,
1: hey, hey, I'm back with you with another uh, episode and segment of Health, Hope, and Inspiration. And I'm bringing back, again, someone personal and special and near dear, near and dear to my heart. And I mean that. Uh, Mr. Mark Drysdek. we've talked to him before. Uh, he is a uh, prostate cancer patient, uh, initially treated in uh, February of 2020. Uh, he had high-risk prostate, stage 3 prostate cancer. And the last time that we spoke with Mark, we talked about, we got very clinical, about understanding diagnosis and technology and the advancement and the fact that, men we should not wait. We shouldn't drag our feet. Uh, his big admonishment to us is... Uh, You know, when there is an appearance of symptoms or if your 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 numbers are suggesting something to you, uh, you need to take action and and, and be proactive as soon as you possibly can. And we talked about a lot of very interesting new technologies today. What we want to talk about with Mark is uh, obviously prostate cancer uh, is specific to men and it has the potential for mental, emotional, and uh, physical challenges and dynamics that come with uh, being a prostate cancer uh, patient. So today, first and foremost, to my friend and my brother, uh, welcome back to HHI. How you doing, Mark?
2: I'm doing great, Percy. Great to be back with you and uh, great to have this opportunity to talk a little bit more. And, uh, yeah, as you said, I I think, you know, it's important that men – Don't put it off. I, 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 you know, it's in my case, I didn't have symptoms, I never had a negative symptom, yeah, yeah, because prostate cancer can be asymptomatic in many cases, exactly. But that didn't matter, the numbers were showing that there was something growing in there that wasn't supposed to be there, and so we had to take action. And so, as you said, when I was diagnosed in February 2020 with uh, first stage 2C, and then as they learn more, they realize it was stage 3A, which is early stage 3 cancer. Yeah. Uh, that means that it's not only just inside the prostate, but it has reached the edge of the prostate and has begun to leach outside of. Yeah. Um, so the reason it hit stage 3 was because it took me a while To get from a high prostate to getting the full diagnosis. And that's why I encourage men, you know, it was almost a year in there before, from when I knew I should have gotten a a biopsy until I was actually able to get one. And I recommend don't let that happen to you.
1: No, it's an important um, it's an important
2: admonishment and it's an important message
1: for sure. No question
2: about yeah, that. Yeah. So what, once once there, um, then they they began to understand what the scope of the infection was. And so um, because I had a high risk cancer, an aggressive cancer, the yeah. scores were very high. It's called the Gleason scores. Yep. They were very high. Um I had two options. I could have taken a radical um, uh, hormone therapy with um, um, uh, radiation, or I could do a radical prostatectomy, which is removing the uh, prostate. Now, in my case, because it was stage three, it wasn't just the prostate, but also some lymph nodes and nerves and things surrounding that, uh, which made it uh, a little bit more of an extensive surgery than uh, just the removal of the prostate. Right, right. Um but because it was aggressive and uh growing very quickly, we opted for uh the uh the uh, surgery. Yep. And so I had all of that removed. That prostate removed, the lymph nodes removed, uh some of the lymph nodes removed and the nerves and all of that that goes with it. Yep. So, um that in itself is a is a traumatic situation, but uh, that was where at least we we knew the journey needed to start. Right,
1: and so this is where we want to enter now for today's discussion. So yeah. you 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 figure all of that out. You you wrap your yeah. head around it. You make a decision about a course of medical treatment and options and care. And I want to reemphasize very quickly as a man of faith, as a minister of the gospel. Uh, you know who who has done extensive work in Israel with churches and pastors, uh, TV production, you know for Christian TV. Uh, you also understood that while you were trusting and believing God, using your faith, you needed to once you finally got there, I need to do something medically and clinically. I think that's a real mm-hmm. important point. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you you do yeah. what you need to do. You have your surgery. Then you come from that place of, you know, you now have to start recovery. Uh, and I believe the way that you framed it, and if, if I'm not articulating this correctly, you certainly helped me out here, is that then you had to begin the journey of evaluation or reevaluating self, mentally, yes. emotionally, yes. physically, functionally, and all of the things that go with that. Let's talk about that journey, Mark. There's some man okay. that probably needs to hear that today.
2: Well, you know, when you're dealing with prostate, uh, that the prostate area impacts so much of how a man functions and thinks and yeah. feels, yes. and uh, when the the normal functionality of that portion of your body is no longer functioning normally, yeah. um, there begins to um, get some, some, some questions that, you know, am I still a man? Yeah. And am am I really a man? And how, you know, how, what makes me a man? Yes. And, and, you know, why don't I feel what I, what I would normally feel? How, why am I thinking differently than I'm thinking? And so there's all of this reprocessing and reprogramming that needs to go on in order to um, understand that, though though some functionality has changed
1: there's a new normal now
2: so there is a new normal exactly that there is this i am still who i am i am still who god created me to be yep. i still function i you know I, I i'm still able to be uh active and 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 uh, be a blessing to others and and be a <laughs> a servant of the Lord. Yes. And um, so all of that's there. So let me kind of go through some pieces of this.
1: Okay.
2: Spiritually, I, I had confidence in the Lord. I, I, you know, if, if, if cancer would take me today or something else would take me today, I have absolute confidence in the Lord. I'm looking forward to my life with him. Yep. I, I'm enjoying my life here. So I'm not necessarily in a hurry. But I also am right. confident that, that uh, you know, when this life comes to an end, when my number is called, right. uh, when my expiration date arrives, I'm comfortable in my relationship with the Lord. You ran a good man. race. You fought a good fight. You finished your exactly. course. Okay, got it. Exactly. So spiritually, that's how that is. Mentally, um, I think when I heard about cancer, began to process it. Again, I, I understood enough about cancer. Yeah. And enough about the clinical processes that mentally I can, I could process, okay, I'm going to have surgery. This is going to remove these particular pieces. It's going to cause this change in functionality mentally. Um, This is how compensation would take place. Um, This is how long it's going to take to recover. Uh, These are some of the things I'm going to feel. So mentally I could process all the pieces and a lot of that had to do with Percy W. McCrae and the ministry that you have had, not just in my life, but in the lives of thousands over the years as you've been helping people better understand cancer yeah. and cancer care and the work that we've done together at CTCA. I had a, a pro- greater than normal level of understanding, and I think that helped me mentally process the whole clinical piece of that without any fear or intimidation at all.
1: And you know, what's interesting about this and we we've not discussed this at all until at this moment. And it really dawned upon me, you know, you were diagnosed with your cancer about a year or less after I was diagnosed with cancer. So, you know, here we are in this, in this, in this field, uh, in this ministry that, that you have been so instrumental in helping me push to the masses uh, with the work that you do with Infinity Concepts and and all of your knowledge, you know, with the faith community, you have such a, a intricate working knowledge of of this community and how to communicate with them. And you were very instrumental in 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 enabling me to to take that which I know and do and push that. I'm diagnosed with cancer, and I remember when I told you that I was diagnosed with cancer, you was like. Wow. Okay. That's different. That's that's a change of pace. And then shortly thereafter, as you said, I remember the day when you told me you had cancer. We both looked at each other and we go, really? Who would have thought, you know, with all yeah. of the work that we've done to the faith community around cancer, starting cancer care ministries? Uh, the, the health, hope, and inspiration, and inspiring and encouraging. Here we both are working, walking this journey now. Who would have ever thought that? Who would have ever th- yeah. considered that? Given the work that we've done, <laughs> so here we are. And you. And so, yeah. thank you for. Uh, whatever role that I may have played in in in, uh, in, in enabling you and empowering you, uh, you know, we were empowering each other and we were enabling each other in very oh, an in interesting way. So it's it's just so ironic when I sit and think about it. But yeah, as you I were had, saying,
2: I had to put it together just now either. Yeah. So so spiritually, I was together. Mentally, clinically, I could process all of that because of our experience together. Personally, mm. I had to go through a lot of these physical and mental adjustments. Okay. Um, you know, there are a lot, some unexpected things that occurred. I, you know, there, there's, there's, um, um, functionality issues. I had to go through some physical therapy yeah. to uh, kind of retrain some muscles so, so that functionality was, was, uh, more normal. And so th- there was this whole, Personal, and I, you know, and I, I'd, I'd sit and sometimes most days I did really great. I have to say that 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 ninety nine percent of the time, ninety nine days out of a hundred, I was I was fine, confident, moving forward. But every once in a while, I'd have one of those days, sure, when it just hits the wall. Yeah, yeah. And and I'd just sit there thinking, "Who am I? I don't like this. This is not what I want. Right. This is not who I am. This is not who I was." And you have to kind of work through that. Yeah. And it's 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 a it's a personal um psychological, uh emotional process um that that needs to be done in an informed and and um positive way because if you don't address it, it could eat you up.
1: Yeah. And you know, to this point, I've had men that I've counseled over, you know, 20 plus years now of doing this, who have wept on my shoulder, Mark, and said, I wish someone would have just told me. Or giving me some insight to exactly what you're you're talking about because this is a real place that mm-hmm. you know it's not lacking in faith you know it's none no. of that this is about okay. trying to really come to terms with it's a self identity issue. absolutely absolutely and so yeah. you're you're processing this and you've had you had a couple of tough not a couple you had some days that were were difficult and yeah. and even as I hear you and and I I know you well enough to know um that had to be tough that had to be really tough
2: yeah 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 and you know and, and God helped i mean it's, my, my 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 wife susie helped my some of my friends that, and that that are close encouraged me and that made a big difference professionally i have the the most wonderful team oh you do and colleagues and you know they've been so supportive both professionally and personally and, you know, I've had uh, some people who, you know, are walking the same path that kind of put their arms around me and encouraged me. In fact, you know, I even had positive response from our clients. You know, we have over 50 clients. Yeah, we world. talked
1: about this. I remember asking you about that.
2: Yeah. And and um, I was a, a little concerned, but, you know, clients have been very, very responsive. And in fact... Um, you know, one client called me discreetly when when he heard and and mm. and said, you know, listen, I'm here to support you. Call me anytime. Here's my cell phone. Here's my home phone. He said the reason I want to be here is cuz I'm walking through it too, but I've never told anybody yeah. but you and the doctors. Yeah. 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 My ministry doesn't know, my board doesn't know um but but you know we can be an encouragement to one
1: another and this is typical for a lot of men dealing with prostate cancer that they tend to kind of keep that very quiet Mm-hmm. And, and for a lot of obvious reasons, and they don't share that information, they don't put that out there publicly. And I remember mm-hmm. when you and I initially talked, you said, "Listen, I, I, if my memory serves me correct, you said you're like one of the first two people that I've initially even shared this information with, because again, right. it is a shock to the system. It's a it's a hit to your psyche, mm-hmm. and let's just be honest about it. It's a hit to your manhood at the end of the day. Oh yeah. yeah. And 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 this is a you know, and I've seen families and relationships dissolve over the 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 trauma and the shift and and the challenge of of prostate cancer with men and their marriages. So there there is a new normal here and that's what I'm hearing you talk about as mm-hmm. of today uh you're still in the midst of your journey and on your path. Yeah. What well, yeah. it's
2: been what 2 years now, right? You know, Percy, as I look back over the last 2 plus years, this has really been quite a journey for me. Uh and for everyone who goes through this kind of cancer experience. I mean, you if you go through diagnosis, that's one set of emotions, and you go through the treatment, that's a second set of emotions. Mm-hmm. And then thirdly, you go through the adjustments and the the new normal um thinking, and that's a third set of emotions. And I have to tell you that it's been a journey. Yeah. And I I, I can tell you that God has been good. <laughs> and my faith has been strong and the care that I've received has been amazing. Um, You know, cancer treatment centers of America delivers everything it promises. I can tell you that Mm. Uh, I've been getting radiation locally where I live and they've, they've been wonderful as well. I've completed now a second round of radiation, which we believe will take care of all of the cancer and, and the residual, um, um, Uh, tumors that came from it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we'll have to time will tell, but we're believing that that uh, this is going to be my pathway to being cancer free uh, in the next few months. And so uh, uh, it's been a journey. God's been good. My friends and my family and my support system has been strong and encouraging. There's been down days, but mostly they've been positive days. And uh, there's been some challenges of in terms of my thinking and my emotions Mm -hmm. and my my uh, adjustment but uh my spiritual walk has been strong and god has been faithful and uh, i'm just so thankful that uh you know i feel like i'm i'm seeing the light at the end of the tunnel here <laughs> yeah. and uh, i'm so thankful because it's because of the the healing power of god and the great medical team and the emotional and support team that i've had that have made that possible and so to, today percy i'm celebrating yep. i'm celebrating
1: Well, and and I celebrate with you, my friend, as you well know. Uh, We are grateful for your testimony and for your your report. Uh, And uh, we're believing that the best is yet to come. Again, yes, a new normal, uh, some adjustments and some changes. But you are still alive and well on planet Earth, and I'm grateful for that. And as you know, you and I are looking to do greater and more and bigger things together. Absolutely, uh, as Absolutely. we collaborate uh, as friends and as people uh, in ministry. So, thank you, my friend, so much for for all that you do, have done, and continue to do uh, today, folks. You have heard from the one and the only, my friend, my <laughs> brother, and I mean that from the depths of my heart, uh, Mr. Mark Draschek, Minister uh, CEO of infinity concepts, uh, uh, former TV producer, uh, Christian TV producer, uh, part-time music person. I mean, he does so much. He, he has so many, uh, different things that he has interest and, and, and giftings for. Uh, but today we call him a cancer thriver as he is moving forward. And, uh, we're expecting that the best is yet to come continue to be well, my friend. And until the next time, uh, This is Reverend Percy McCray, Pastor P, the voice of inspiration. And uh, you've been listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration.
0: My thanks to both Percy and Mark for that enlightening conversation here today. And Percy will rejoin me in just a moment here in the studio. If you are concerned that you or someone you love may have cancer, consider reaching out to Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, for personalized diagnostic services. Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, is a national oncology network of hospitals and outpatient care centers that treats the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope. Or contact a member of the team with questions about your diagnostic and treatment options. Our number, 866-712-HOPE. 866-712-H-O-P-E. Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, Percy, you and I both know Mark very well, and uh, we both count him as a close friend, and uh, it was difficult to see him go through what he went through, but you know, praise God for the progress that he's made.
1: Yeah, I remember when he called me after his original diagnosis. I think he said I was like one of the first two or three people that he reached out to for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. I, uh, shortly before, just before that, probably less than a year, I had been diagnosed right. with, as you recall, uh, early you know, stage uh, one colon cancer. And so uh, we had a chat and we talked and I said, well, here we are, buddy. We're both in this club now. Mm. Uh, you know, we've been talking this talk and now we're going to have to walk the walk and uh with that um yeah it it, you know he he experienced a very different type of cancer and journey uh but along the way you know mark has had to come to terms with uh looking at you know some new normals as he stated with regard to you know his his journey and his battle and he's doing well today i can certainly report that and um you know the big takeaway more than anything else is as we stated in the opening uh, cancer forces you to really redefine yourself, mm-hmm. and you know that may be separate from the natural perception of either you know you, what your personage was or or had been built upon, and it really makes you go back to the bedrock, as uh, one of our former guests said, Jerry Rose, of what do you believe and why do you believe it, right. and where are you drawing that information from to give you a a, a much more a godly perspective of who you are if some things may have shifted or changed or have been altered as a result of having a cancer diagnosis.
0: Yeah. Mark is still very active, as he said, and we expected nothing less than this statement from Mark. He said, I'm very secure in Christ, you Mm. know, uh, along with Paul, whether I live or die, you know, I, I serve the Lord.
1: Absolutely, and as of today, I can certainly say this: that you know he has been given a very good prognosis. Uh, I think he just finished up his uh, his last set of radiation, so he's expecting good things to continue to happen uh, along the way. And as the Apostle Paul, you know, you know he had to he took a couple of stripes along the way, so he's got some, you know, some 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 scars to kind of represent you know the battle and the journey. But he is on the other side of that, and he is recovering well, and he is highly encouraged. But I thought that the conversation was timely with regard to uh, it. Maybe we all need to take some reevaluation and stock in who we are. You know, have we defined ourselves by how much money we have or, you know, what our title is or what type of car we drive? Let's not wait for
0: a cancer diagnosis. huh?
1: That's exactly right. And that's the life lesson and the takeaway. And I'm grateful that Mark was willing to be transparent. You and I talked about this already. Cancer patients get transparent. They get real because they have to have a conversation that transcends maybe some superficiality of life that they've predicated things upon and get down to the brass tacks of what the real deal is. And from God's perspective, uh, he is still, and we know he is a child of the most high God. Again, as you stated, he's very active. He still runs his and manages his thriving yeah. business and organization. <laughs> it's amazing. And so absolutely. He still goes to Israel and takes his trips. <laughs> he's doing, you know, he's doing basically all of the things that he once was, but he had to kind of shift gears and and, and kind 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 of get quiet and still uh, to kind of think about who am I as a result of this as a man. And I think many men and we've had several conversations. Prostate cancer really forces men to kind of have some reevaluation, I think, similar to uh, breast cancer for women. It Mm -hmm. does cause you to have to stop. Uh, and think and reevaluate your life. And so we're grateful for Mark and uh, he's moving forward and he's moving onward and upward for sure.
0: And as we've heard many times, the importance of friends and in Mark's case, even the people he worked with and the clients he served, everyone, his whole community rallied around him, which is so very important. Well, as we state often here, cancer is a
1: community disease. It is not, this is not an individual sport. Uh, And again, in many cases, in most cases, the ability for one to move forward and to move beyond very much is predicated on who your tribe and your village is, you know, who you are surrounded by and the type of energy and strength that can be given to one. Uh in my head, I've been using this new phraseology with people that I love and I know. And I'll call them and I say, Let me give you let me give you energy today. Let me give you some energy because we can transfer from one to another our strength and our energy the bible says let them that are strong uphold those who are weak there is there can be a literal transfer if you will from a spiritual perspective of giving people strength and encouragement and so his community of people in his network, as he stated, was a huge and is still a huge help in allowing him to move beyond the trials and tribulations that he has experienced with prostate cancer.
0: Well, I think there's more we can learn from our friend Mark. And so let's have him back in the future here in the podcast. And let's talk some more with Mark Drystadt. What do you say? Absolutely. I think
1: that we should. He's a wealth
0: of knowledge for sure. Thank you, Mark. We promise to do that. Yes, thank you, Mark. I know you're listening. So we love your brother. Uh, We have a resource that just fits perfectly what we're talking about today to help you cancer will not define me is the title mm. of this resource Percy? talk about this
1: yeah when i drafted and wrote this it came from a very deep place and again from self-reflection because i've had to kind of really think and after i had my diagnosis you know Uh, I was I had made up in my mind that I was not going to allow cancer to define who I am, no matter what my side effects were or whatever the new normal may have been or will be in the future, that I had made a decision that I was going to be grounded and rooted in who God said that I was and be defined by that. Because I learned this principle from one of my uh, earlier uh, spiritual mentors, Dr. Miles Monroe, who is now departing and gone from us. Uh, At one of his leadership conferences, he taught on this and it profoundly changed my life. He said that if you can allow someone or something to define you, then ultimately you are giving that thing permission to confine you. Oh, boy. So that which defines you can confine you. And the only confinement that for Reverend Percy McCray, based upon the word of God, that I want to have is I want to be confined in the arms and the love and the best well wishes of God. God defines us and God defines who we are. And when we are confined by that definition, uh, we know that we have every needful, useful uh, tool and resource available to allow us to say that we are more than a conqueror and that we can do all. All things through Christ who strengthens us. But we've got to make a determination, Wayne, on who and what. Is giving us our definition, and that is our responsibility to manage and to monitor.
0: Well said. Well, it's in this resource, Cancer Will Not Define Me. How do you get it? You simply go to our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. You can download it right now. You can print off copies. You can read it and share it with others and uh, incorporate the principles therein. Cancer mm-hmm. Will Not Define Me at healthhopeandinspiration.com. And then while you're at the website, why don't you just take an extra moment and answer a question this week. Have you ever had to reevaluate yourself during or after a cancer battle, your very personage? Did you have to reevaluate? We'd love to have some responses to that question this week. Click on connect at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, we heard Mark express that he's living the verses that we uh, we mentioned earlier. <laughs> so let's revisit that scripture, Percy.
1: And now it is going to be so clear, so profound, and this is coming directly from the mouth by inspiration of the word of God. And it says in Acts act 17, verse 26 uh, and through 28, from one man, uh, God made all the nations that they should inhabit the whole earth. And he marked out their appointed times in history. There are times that have been appointed for us. And that may include negative circumstances and challenges and circumstances, but listen to this. Uh, and he marked out their appointed times in history and the boundaries of their lands. Verse 27, God did this. Why did God do that? God did this so that we would seek him. Hallelujah. Because see, what God wants from us, he wants us to seek after him, not after things, not after people, not after the applause or accolades of men or accomplishments. God wants us to seek him. Verse 27, God did this so that they would seek him and perhaps reach out for him. That's why we're saying that we need to be defined by who God tells us we are. Uh, Perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from any one of us. Verse 28 is the nail that I want to drive home for in him, in God, nothing else, no one else. For in God we live and move, and here's the personage uh, verbiage that I've been using, Wayne. Mm -hmm. For in him we live and move and have our being. Who we be, if I can say that, I know that's bad (laughs) grammar, but that's good gospel, hallelujah. For in him we live and move and have our being is in God. Who you be, who I be is in God, not in cancer, not in our circumstances, not in uh, the dynamics around us. As some of your poets have said, for we are his offspring. We have sprung off from God, and we need to remind ourselves, no matter what our natural circumstances are telling us, today it is in him, in God, that we live. In him we move And in him, we be. And so today, be encouraged. We are not allowing cancer or anything else to define us. Thank you, Mark, for helping us understand that and being transparent in your journey today. Be thou blessed with the reading of that word. Well, Percy, you
0: be a pastor, <laughs> and you're, you're doing what pastors do—you minister to us here today. So, thank you, brother, and again, thanks to Mark Drystad. We'll continue this conversation next time when you join us here for Health, Hope, and Inspiration. In the meantime, go to our website, subscribe to this podcast, leave a review at Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or wherever you, whatever platform you use to get this podcast. We would really appreciate that. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is the website, though. For Percy McRae, I'm Wayne Shepard. Pastor P, thank you. Talk to you next time. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, I be busy.
1: So I want you to be busy also. Go chop some wood. We've got work to do. God bless. Thank
0: you for listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is sponsored by and produced by Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, a National Cancer Institute-designated comprehensive cancer center. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, a National Cancer Institute-designated comprehensive cancer center. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, and Phoenix take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific need. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.